0: can a powerhouse woman under pressure tune into her pleasure? Can you be sharp in the boardroom and soft in the bedroom? Welcome to the Leader and Lover Podcast. I'm your host, Cherise Feigner. We will take a journey and explore all aspects of Black women and having it all. We'll talk about relationship, career, status, religion, spirituality, love, and sex, all the things that contribute to the total us. So please join us as we take the journey on the leader and lover podcast, because girl, you definitely can't have it all. Hello, you've reached Sheree Syfax, the host of the leader and lover podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you. Today's a really exciting episode for me. It's a panel that I was asked to be on with a dear friend, Trey Kearney, and it was a relationship panel. My subject was how I met, dated, and married my husband online during COVID in one year. There's so many women that have questions around how long should we date? Does a man know things like that? In our previous episode where there was a couples panel at this same conference or same workshop, Tracy and some of the other gentlemen talked about men know. So, how do we get a man to move from interest to dating, dating to exclusivity and exclusivity to marriage. I hope I dropped some nuggets here, but more importantly, ladies, I want you to know that especially my sisters over 40, that there are good men, good black men out here who want healthy, happy relationships. They're ready to provide. They're ready to protect. We just have to know that that is available to us. So often the media and different outlets help make us believe that we are not worthy, that after a certain age, it is not possible that we are going to be married to our careers. Like we have to make a choice. Remember, we can be leaders and lovers because we can have it all. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Please send any questions to Cherie at Leader and Lover Podcast. Refer to any of my past podcasts where we talk to powerful women that are married and have been married or have recently gotten married as mature women, just to be a reinforcement that we can have it all. We can have a very high, executive, powerful, fulfilling career, along with a very loving, cherishing, honoring, and respectful provider man. Okay, so this is Cherise Syfax, your host of the Leader in Love podcast. I appreciate all your listens. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Cherise Feigner. I am a regional sales director for a large musculoskeletal company. I am also the host of the Leader and Lover podcast. I have Fax Marketing Solutions with my husband, Tracy Syfax. And I am going to talk to you tonight about how I met my husband during COVID. We dated, we got engaged, and we were married one year after I saw him live and in the flesh. So, you know, I am always trying to inspire women because black women are told at a certain age that, you know, there aren't any men out there, that we have to resign ourselves to being all alone with no spouse, with, um You know, just angry and bitter and not having it all. Well, I am the example of that not being the case. And I just want to talk to you a little bit about what my process was and the things that I did. So it looks like Trey is coming on and we'll be talking to each other about how this whole thing happened.
1: Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited for this segment because, you know what, so many people have doubts at a certain age that it's just not going to happen for them. And I watched you guys from almost the beginning yes. of your relationship, yes. and it was just such a love story. And and you guys were picked up by the Philadelphia Times, was it? Philly Mag, Black Pride, and the New York Times is coming out this weekend. Oh my goodness, yes. and And, and that article, when I shared it, so many people shared it because they were so inspired and so motivated by the story. They were like, oh my God, this is a great love story. Even my coach DC Marshall shared it. It's like, this is such a great love story. I can't believe this. So let's talk about dating in COVID, right? And I've never did online dating.
0: And I hadn't either. I'd never done online dating. I'd heard all the negative things, the dick pics, people ghosting you, people not having good experiences. You know, I am from the Bay Area, so Silicon Valley, and dating online had this uh, perception of people being desperate. And if you have to be online and you can't meet someone in public, you must be desperate. So I had never dated online either.
1: Wow. So what were you attracted to about Tracy?
0: Um ooh, so we probably should start from the beginning because really it's about how I attracted good people in my life I think it's yes. be a better um way to really talk about me being attracted to him so you know I've been listening uh, to everything yesterday and today and it's been so informative, but so many things that really align with some of my thought process. I remember someone said yesterday, old ways don't open new doors. And so really, it was just a mindset transformation. So I had gotten breast cancer. And um, just coming out of that was saying, you know, I live a good life, but I don't live an amazing life. My parents propped me up, very educated. My dad always making me really, really confident. I was going to be a superstar, but I was living what I considered a relatively mediocre life. And so it wasn't necessarily about preparing myself for relationship, but I had had a series of bad relationships or relationships that didn't go anywhere. I don't want to say bad, but relationships that didn't go anywhere. And I kept thinking like, you know, my kids ran track. So all I'm going to be is Julian Ash's mama, you know, (laughs) and be single and, you know, can't get, you know, and I was like, there has got to be more to life than this. And so one of the things I did, and you just mentioned it, having a coach investing in myself, we will invest in everything around us, our hair, our nails, what we look like on the outside, the whole nine. But if we don't invest in ourselves, all that is a waste of money To be real, because I had men that bought me all kinds of stuff. I've been able to buy myself all types of stuff. But until I invested in myself, that's when my inner beauty really started to flourish and shine. And I really believe that if you become an amazing woman, then you will attract an amazing life. And, and I really think that I'm an example of that because not only are my friends in California amazing, but to move to Philadelphia in my mid 40s and create a whole social circle of amazing people there too, that almost just mirrors my California family, speaks to the fact that I was able to do you know, that work, analyze my relationships, whether they were romantic, friends, Or my family think there was times when, I mean, my mother was tough when she raised me. And there was times that I resented that. Um, There was a period of time when my father was on drugs. And again, there were times when I had to be the adult to him. So reconciling those relationships and recognizing your parents do the best that they can. And they do what they think is best for you. So being mad at them does nothing but blocks all your blessings. So you need to honor them regardless. Because at the end of the day, my coach used to say, girl, now you know you bad. So your parents must have been pretty good, you know, I mean, and and she was right like I don't become me without some really amazing parents And that's just really the bottom line. So that was the first thing reconciling those. Then I had amazing friends You met some of them at the wedding. There will be times when if somebody had a success that I didn't have I would be a little jealous or I couldn't celebrate them as much as I should have and these are my best friends and I'm like, hold on Like that doesn't even make any sense. I'm so competitive and I wanna win and I wanna this by any means. And really, if I can't celebrate the people that are the closest to me, then A, I'm not gonna be celebrated. And then I'm not really celebrating anyone else and God won't bless me. So that was the other piece. And then finally, just being honest with myself about relationships. It was so funny when Nicole talked about being celibate and not having her husband give her money because I had to realize that I was in some relationships because the sex was good and I was in some relationships because people were compensating and paying for things that I needed to get done for my kids. Women, until we are honest with why we are in relationships, we can't say every man is a narcissist. We can't say every man is no good because there was a point in time when we saw that relationship not being as fulfilling as it should have been and we stayed in it a point in time where that relationship was good and it's what attracted us and kept us there so when i was able to say thank you so-and-so for teaching me how to do this, or thank you so-and-so for filling that gap when my kids needed to get here, or when I wanted my kids to go to private school, and I may not have been able to afford it, but you were there for me. So I needed to recognize I was staying in relationships for all the wrong reasons. And
1: once I got real with myself, Mm. then the healing started. Right there, no, you said some good stuff right there. I want the ladies to understand that. She said, once I got good with myself, listen, and then you said something else. You said, as I grew, and became an amazing woman. I attracted amazing people to my life. You didn't say I attracted an amazing man to my life. I attracted amazing people to my life. I love that. So let's talk about COVID came. Yes. (laughs) People were like people dating in COVID or how, how was the transition from the online dating to actually meeting in person?
0: So the beautiful thing was, was that I had just ended a relationship right before Tracy has, and I had met, and he had too. So another lesson, don't be in something that's not going anywhere because your forever could be waiting for you, but you all stuck in something that's not forever, that's too forever, <laughs> <rare. laughs> and, and you're not availing yourself for the forever. So that was one beautiful thing because it would have been so easy to say, oh, I don't want to be lonely in COVID. And I might as well stick this out with this person, but we both were available. I went online. My name was Bay Love. I had all all my pictures of my travels and all kinds of stuff. And I, you know, so for anyone dating online, I had pictures of me traveling. I had pictures with my hair straight, natural, In you know, braids with extra hair in it, no makeup, sexy, full body, playing, you know, hiking. So I had the gamut so someone could really see who I was. There's too many times when we're doing these selfies and basic stuff. Mm -mm. If you're trying to find exceptional, be exceptional. If you're trying to apply for a man's uh, job with a man, basically, your resume needs to look like your job resume that you're trying to going to work. So my resume was flawless. No, <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I didn't talk about, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. I said, this is who I am. I'm a girl yeah. in the city of Beverly Love. And then I just kind of went on expanding on the things that I like to do. And I said, and if you think that this fits or you've enjoyed this or whatever, You know um, reach out to me and i mean i had a lot of people a lot of really great men i met a lot of great people on online and i would people that i would introduce other people if they were healed but they're not so i don't want to do that (laughs) but approximately a week or two after being online tracy reached out to me you've seen him he's got such a beautiful smile and just just his personality just emoted and another thing i'll say about our own evolution and our own growth you don't trust men because you don't trust yourself. When you grow enough to trust yourself, you know when you meet good men. People were like, well, oh, you just met him. I, I had no, there. I'd never had reservations about my relationship with Tracy because I trusted myself and I knew energetically I was going to bring the right people into me. So we dated for two months without seeing each other physically. Um, so just like this, Zoom and Skype and all that. And uh, finally, May 22nd, 2020, he said he wanted to finally meet, and we were able to. You know, the governor said, you know, we could cross state lines, me in Pennsylvania and him in New Jersey. He came to my house. I had my um, house converted to a restaurant. I had a chef, a mater D, I had a violinist, and, and I, I vacillated over that because you know, he was not a good date a good dater, a good planner rather. And there's so many times women think men are low effort because they don't plan good dates. That just may be either something they haven't had to do, something they're not exposed to doing or something women we haven't required they do. So we really can't be mad if a man doesn't know how to plan a date. What we can do is show him how to treat us. And if he wants to be with us, he will step up and he will. So, so anyway, so I had this amazing date and, um, Tracy was blown away, and we basically have been pretty inseparable ever since then. But we had those two months to just really get to know each other. No sex, no physical talk. He got to see me as me because I couldn't get my hair done. I couldn't get my eyebrows arched. I couldn't get my facials. So I think we
1: just saw each other's authentic selves, and we saw our hearts really early on. Wow. Hold up. Hold up, ladies. In case y'all did not get this, we said... She set her house up like a restaurant with a violinist and a chef. I want to marry you because you're better than the dudes. Like, do you have a brother? <laughs> <laughs> but Trey, you came to my wedding, so you know how I'm. was <laughs> off the hook. I'm just so glad. And and this is a wonderful thing. I just want people to know how we really met. It's it's so crazy because you first initially reached out to me and said, "I know this amazing guy."
0: June, I had only meet, met him in person like for a month, but I knew,
1: yep. I know this amazing guy. I think he would be great on your podcast. And and here we are today sitting here. and You guys are married one year from the time you met face to face. Yes. So just, just tell women, I just want you to give the women a word of encouragement, the women who are listening, a word of encouragement, because you said people were saying, you know, it's too soon. What if this or what if that? And you, but you just knew Oh, we both
0: knew. So I really followed his actions. Um, You know, like in the beginning, Tracy's super busy and he didn't call me as often as I wanted him to call me. And I was like, you know, hey, my my grandparents and my father, like my people all doted on me. And you know, if you're saying that you care about me, the way that has been shown to me is through checking up on me constantly. So that's what I need from anyone who wants to be in my life. You know, and he immediately like changed his whole program. And so what I would tell ladies is, hey, know what you want and be able to articulate and communicate that. And you don't have to say it like, you didn't call me and you don't call me enough and Just all that, don't do that. Men don't like that. And they're learning who you are too because they're nervous because like he said, he was like, oh, okay, that's all you had to tell me. I didn't know. I didn't want you to think I was stalking. I said, I'm an only child. So stalking is good in my book, but he (laughs) needed to know that. He needed to know that. (laughs) You know, I want all the attention. (laughs) But again, know thyself and to thyself be true because that is who I am and that is what he gives me and has given it to me from day one. So I knew I was coming comfortable with him. I share with him my desire to be married. I said, it does not have to be to you, but that's what I want. So I prioritize dating, I'm dating multiple people and I prioritize based on who has my same goals. You know, he stepped his dating up because he also wanted, he found me to be desirable and he wanted to make sure I prioritized him. So again, ladies, there are amazing men out there. There really are. Work on yourself first, make yourself The type of person that automatically attracts that amazing person to you and then be clear on what you want be clear on what your non-negotiables are be open to be flexible Us um executive women we can be soft and we can be feminine and we can get what we need without being angry or without you know i i I manage a lot of people a lot of men a lot of um, responsibility at work but i come home and you've talked about that submissiveness i don't i cook every night for my man because my man takes good care of me so just know that when you attract the right person, you will do all the right things. And Trey, I don't know if you remember in my vows, I talked about all the things that I said I wouldn't do, move from Philly. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't, I don't cook, cause I travel all the time. Girl, I'm a whole <laughs> different woman because I got a whole good man and I take care of my baby cause he takes care of me.
1: This whole session right, you didn't drop the mic. Listen here. Thank you so much for coming on here and, and really, you just really broke down how I met, dated, and got married in one year. You just broke that whole thing down. Ain't it boom, right? Lucinda said boom. Lucinda Cross said boom. And period. Look, la- la- ladies, we not getting it right. I this whole little segment need to be on in Times Square, on a megaphone, so that we can all hear it. Okay, she said what she said. I told him I desired to get married, even if it's not to you. I'm dating multiple people. We round here. To walk down to some man that ain't even gonna marry us. We round here and cut everybody off to get let down in a year or two years or three years. We round here not telling people, I wanna get married because we so scared that he gonna walk away or he got somebody. Well, boom, I'm gonna get married. And if it ain't to you, that's okay too. But I'm just gonna let you know what it is I need because I know who I am. And like you said, People running around here telling me I don't trust nobody. No, you don't trust your damn self. <laughs> hey, that's a horrible life to walk around saying, I don't trust nobody. I trust everybody until you give me a reason not to trust you. Yep. So I love you, Cherie. I Sci- love you too. missus Sai Facts. Yes. And girl, if I say Swagger, he corrects me. You want a
0: man that professes because he don't play. I am missus Sai Facts. I'm his wife. Like, and that's real. And that has been from jump. So again, ladies, look at those man's actions. Do not talk about what they're talking about. Look at what how they're walking with you.
1: Lord have mercy. Mm. I love the I love my people. This right here. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to this like 55 times so I can remind myself of what I deserve and who I am. Even though I teach this, I'm glad that I have people like you in my life to enforce that this is this is the real thing. No. You ain't intimidating no real man when you tell him, I want to get married. And if it's not you, Absolutely. He, too. he ain't intimidated. He's either going to step up or step back for the man that's supposed to be in your life. Right here, right here. So y'all stick around. You are, you are tuned into the Vision of Love Camp, and, and Cherie just really misses side facts. I'm sorry. M-O-R-E-S, <laughs> period. Side facts. Just has just broke the whole game down. And we'll be right back.
0: Thank you.